0: Support for this podcast comes from Summer Moon Coffee. A unique, wood fired coffee paired with their signature moon milk, Summer Moon sets a new standard that goes beyond coffee. Maybe it's the Texas hospitality, or maybe it's the organic coffee beans hand roasted over a Texas oak fire. Well, whatever it is, the high quality and exceptional experience is felt in every cup. Serving Texas since 2002. For the closest location nearest you and more information, visit summermooncoffee.com. You're listening to the Impact Your Marketplace podcast with your host, Todd Alguire. And now, here's Todd. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Impact Your Marketplace. I'm Todd Alguire. Did you wake up this morning with the anticipation that change is either coming or needs to happen, maybe in you? your business, or some part of your life. It's interesting because if I simply say change is inevitable, it happens every day. People agree, they shrug their shoulders, and then they go on. But when the change actually happens to them, then why are they caught off guard? Why are you scared, mad, predominantly full of negative emotions? You see, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. That often dreaded but very powerful word, change. We're going to dive into the business principle of change and discuss the healthy way to view and deal with change as well as how to lead change and become what I like to call a change agent. Now, although this podcast was in production well before the change that has come with COVID-19, it would be wrong of me to speak on the subject and not bring it up. I hope as you listen today that this message finds you and your family in good health. This unique circumstance we all are facing, unfortunately but understandably, has created anxiety in so many. And I just want to pass on a blessing to you and your family found in Romans 5. But we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope, it does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, in these past weeks, we all have to deal and make changes in our daily lives. My goal with this podcast is to enable you to exit from COVID-19, this change, a better leader than when you entered it. And with that, let's jump back into our discussion on how to properly view and deal with change. You see, once change actually takes place, people generally react in four ways. One, we saw the change coming. Two, we go into an immediate action. Three, we retreat back to the familiar, a safety zone. Four, we evaluate and cautiously proceed. You may be familiar with these descriptions by the name of Sniff, Scurry, Hem and Haw from the book Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. This is a story of four characters in search for cheese. Cheese being the metaphor for what we want in life, whether it's a job, a relationship, money, a big house, freedom, health, recognition, etc. You get my point. Each of us has our own idea of cheese, and we often pursue it because we believe it will make us happy. And just as the title says, the cheese that all four characters pursue eventually does get moved. Him, obviously does not want the change to occur. He operates out of a mindset that change is going to be terrible and eventually fears it. He convinces himself that if he stuck to what he knows, just worked harder, he would soon find that nothing has really changed that much. He allowed himself to fall in love with his surroundings. He told himself things like, I like it here. It's comfortable. It's what I know hence hemming himself in, retreating back to a familiar safety zone. On the other hand, Sniff and Scurry, they did not overthink the situation. They simply relied on good instincts, knowing that they didn't have all the answers. They actually worked together as a team, Sniff always keeping his head up and anticipating the change. Using his great nose, he would smell out the general direction of where the cheese could possibly have been moved to. Scurry, Never was too far away from his shoes. Armed with this very vague and plan and general direction, Scurry loved the thrill of the hunt and immediately set off in the direction that was given by Sniff. While some would only see risk in this plan, the movement into something new was like fuel for Sniff. Sure, they got lost. They went the wrong way at times, but eventually they figured it out. They survived and grew as they sniffed out change early and scurried into action. The last character is Ha. He doesn't share the love of the hunt or the ability to disregard all the risk associated with changing early. But what he could do was learn. He could adapt to it. He knew it would take some time, but when he got to the point where he realized or believed that changing could lead to more, lead to something better, Ha was able to laugh at himself as he worked through the idea of change. Being realistic and realizing Doing the same thing and expecting a different result is insanity. He moved past his fears and beliefs that were actually keeping him immobilized. He felt the fear but accepted it. He understood the process would take longer, maybe even bring some pain, but at least better late than never. I think you're beginning to see the perspective, the lens in which you view the change actually plays a vital role. You see, If we obtain our goal, our cheese, we often become attached to it. And if we lose it or change happens, it can be traumatic or difficult for us, which leads us to our first principle. The more you allow yourself to love something, the harder it will be to let it go and move on to something else. Choose wisely in what you truly allow yourself to fall in love with and evaluate if it's worth it. Is this an eternal or a material thing? Is this comfort or is this truly life-giving? Remember, the most important thing is how you love people and how you receive that love. The book moves forward, giving key principles in how to deal with change or when your cheese gets moved at work or in life. The fun part is actually identifying which character you relate to most and see how you survive amidst the change. As we established earlier, the one thing to agree is that change actually is happening. But if you believe change is currently happening, it leads you to actually anticipate change and take steps to monitor or check for change proactively. In the world of dentistry, for example, change is currently happening within the industry on many levels. There's new competitors. There's high-level marketing companies. There's extended hours. There's new technology that's becoming the differentiator in a marketplace. The office that is not taking proactive measures or anyone within their own marketplace not monitoring for this or simply unaware of the change will find themselves identifying with him, retreating back to the safe comfort zone, unwilling to come to the realization that change has taken place, doing the complete opposite of the next change principle, adapting to change quickly and actually changing. In my years, I have seen businesses thrive while other businesses die a slow death within the same economy, with the same client or same patient base. And if you can't take my word for it, there's actually a Harvard Business Review article on leading a business through a recession that will back me up. According to their data on a 2007 recession, 17% of businesses did not survive. 80% had not returned to their growth, but did survive. And there was actually 9% of businesses that actually grew through the recession. And why was that? What made them different? It was that they adapted to change quickly, realizing it's a lot better to initiate change while you can than it is to try to react and adjust to it. They move forward with a growth mindset, holding on to the truth that one moment does not define them. No matter how much difficulty the change presented, Leaders arose and then led through the change. When leadership like this happens, you can anticipate a high level of return. Team members and employees experience a heightened level of loyalty and spirit, positivity, gratitude, optimism that gets passed down to the consumer or the end product. All this leads to the last principle of change. Enjoy the change, but be ready to change again and again. You see, whether you're running a business or just running your home, you can use these principles to help navigate through change. Let me recap them for you. Realizing that change is happening, and it's happening now. Anticipate change and monitor for it. Adapt quickly and actually change. And enjoy the change and be ready to change quickly and do it again and again. With these change principles, you're not disregarding the fact that change can be hard. Transitions, they can be tough. But you are sensitive to your perspective and open to opportunities to explore, to discover, to reimagine what you thought you already knew. You see, it's a creative process. Change does not have to be completely new and original. Sometimes it's a small tweak or a new perspective that is all the difference that is needed. Now, Let's take a turn and discuss becoming a change agent. It's one thing when change happens to you, but what if you're the one wanting to implement the change? Whether the change is for personal or professional reasons, the same principles that we just discussed apply. Change is hard. Transitions can be tough, and you will be met with opposition in sniff, scurry, hem, and haw. And I think that opposition is one of the main reasons that we don't see change agents. And it's more common to see people and leaders struggle with actually leading change. There's a song that reminds me of this. It's by Jetta, And the lyrics say, I'd love to change the world, but I don't know what to do. So I'll leave it up to you. And I think we all can relate to this. We all have had some grand idea or some wish that will never be fulfilled simply because we did not try. But what if you did decide to try? What if you did decide to lead change? And if you're at that point now, I would advise you to follow these five principles inspired by John P. Cotter, author of the book, Leading Change, a great resource that actually teaches from the perspective of becoming and being a change agent. Step one in becoming an agent of change. Establish a sense of urgency to create direct opposition to complacency. Allowing too much complacency will kill change before you even get started. Your heart must break for this change. In sales training, as I experience, it's often said, if you don't believe in your product, neither will your customer. You must properly build your case with sincerity, honesty, and integrity, and then communicate it in a way that your army gets behind you and not only agrees with you, but sees and feels the urgency of this needed change. Step two, create a team to lead and guide the change other than yourself. You see, the leader is often viewed in a different light from the rest of the team. And when it comes to pushing a new agenda, thoughts and any gap in information can quickly lead to speculation. Obviously, this could lead to cynicism and put a halt on the needed change. However, in any organization, Or team, there are key individuals within that team that are viewed as leaders and are respected. Identify these people and quickly bring them into your inner circle. They will be key to back you and your new agenda. It's of the utmost importance because once you leave the room, the masses will look to these key individuals for confirmation. They want to validate your words with the most respected employee that they identify with. Step three. Do not underestimate the power of a vision. An often fatal flaw in trying to be an agent of change is to try to manipulate change behind the scenes and avoid any public discussion of future direction. This move will quickly produce a bad environment and leave the organization operating out of paranoia and self-interest. Once that happens, you will see your momentum quickly come to a halt. You must understand we are all visual beings. We need to have a clear picture of the road ahead. When a sensible and clear vision is given to your team, you create a platform for inspiration and alignment. In the midst of the change, you need energy to implement the new initiatives. You need teamwork to guide decision-making. And you need morale to be strong for the road ahead. So once you establish your vision, you must use it. Use it to capture the hearts and the minds of your troops, because true change is only possible when the most employees, if not all employees, will be willing to sacrifice for the short term. They're willing to sacrifice because they can see through your vision and being reminded often the long term is more attractive and more beneficial. Step number four, create short term wins along the road of change. You see, old habits die hard. And unless the team experiences short-term wins along the way, employees begin to give up. They lose hope, and they start to actually resist the change. Real transformation takes time, and leaders of change often get so tied up in the long-term vision that they unintentionally neglect the short-term and actually just hope for short-term wins, opposed to manufacturing them. We all have heard the saying, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Well, I came up with my own saying about change. And it's change, without short-term wins, is like diet gravy. It doesn't exist. You see, you have to keep up the momentum. You have to create opportunities for your troops so they can meet and celebrate together and remind themselves of the urgency and the need for change. This step is powerful. So powerful that it's helping Americans change their buying patterns and become debt-free. I'm talking about Dave Ramsey and his financial peace platform. While the average American has over $34,000 in debt, Dave teaches a simple tool called the debt snowball method, where he tells you to line up your debts from smallest to largest. When the smallest debt is paid in full, you celebrate. You celebrate your short-term win. And then you roll up that money you are paying on that debt into the next smallest balance. This is step four at its best. You're keeping up the momentum. You're keeping up the morale and actually increasing the speed of monumental change. Step five, do not declare victory too soon. At least, don't do it if you want your change to actually stick. In many of my experiences, I have witnessed the foot come off the gas pedal way too soon. Maybe someone read a book over the weekend or attended a continuing education course and comes into the office on fire on Monday ready to implement some change. He gets everyone riled up And by Wednesday, they actually start seeing some good momentum, some success. But by Friday, we start coasting. Given two days away from the office that following Monday, this change is clearly in the rearview mirror. Our old habitual way of living takes back over. You see, the change needs to become ingrained into the culture and actually become the norm. It needs to sink deep down until the change drips from every employee, even your lowest ranking one. And why? Because that's tomorrow's manager, and his or her words and actions must resemble that of the change agent. So, now I would like to recap. I would like to challenge you and leave you with an action plan. It is true that the speed of change continues to increase, and because of this, challenges often grow faster than one's skill. But nothing, nothing, ladies and gentlemen, can stop the resilience and the determination of the human spirit. Helen Keller wrote, we could never learn to be brave and patient if there were only joy in the world. In the days to come, no matter what sector you're in, more businesses will be pushed to reduce costs, improve the quality of products and services, locate new opportunities for growth and increase productivity. Individuals will be stretched, forced out of their comfort zones and made to evaluate self and step out into new frontiers. How will you view this change when it's at your doorstep? How will you react when your cheese is moved? Will you embrace the change? Will you become a change agent? Understand the urgency, rally the troops, celebrate the small wins, and be steadfast in seeing your new vision through to fruition. I truly appreciate the time that you have spent with me today, and I hope you find the content and the power of leading change valuable. The business principles discussed today are necessities in the pursuit of excellence. You and your team have the potential to bless a lot of people for a long time. Please join me again next time as we continue to build on these foundations and truly impact your marketplace. If you have a question that you would like Todd to answer, or if you would like to take a deeper dive into the specifics of your business, email Todd at Impact your at gmail.com.